Welcome to Key to IP, the show where intellectual property experts take a deep dive into innovation and intangible assets, discussing reading news and trends from the world of IP. I'm your host, Ruth Skinner, and today we have an exciting episode lined up for you. We'll be discussing a new industry report from Denemeyer analyzing patent trends in prominent technology sectors over the last 20 years. This report is available for free at denemeyer.com, so be sure to download your copy today. Joining us to present some of the major findings are two esteemed experts. Please welcome Kim and Philip. Kim, Philip, how are you? Welcome. Hello. How are you doing? I think, Kim, for you, it's good morning. For you, Philip, it's good afternoon. It is indeed. Yes. Chicago time. Exactly. So, Kim is from our Chicago office, and Philip is from Woking. And I can never pronounce that correctly. Woking or Woking? It's Woking, just Woking. outside of London. It's dreadful. I don't know why I can't. I can never get that right. But Woking. Okay. Thank you both for being here today. Before we dive into the details, let's start with a brief overview of the industry report. Kim, could you tell us what the goal of this research was and how it's accomplished? Absolutely, and happy to do that, Ruth. The report examined patenting trends across eight of the highly innovative sectors we chose. Automotive, energy, biotechnology, pharmaceuticals, medical devices, IT communication technology, space exploration, and entertainment. Can't believe I remembered all of those. <laughs> we analyzed patterns within that those industries to gain insights into their evolution over the past two decades, how they prioritize and the key players shift, what factors have impacted them over time, and what's the current pace and direction of the innovation. The data was actually gathered with keywords, selecting our industries. Next, we took the keywords and we performed semantic searches in patent applications and grants. The results was 23 distinct sets for each sector. So that's a lot, as you can imagine. Then we were able to sort it according to application year by patent and patent family to identify the most active players. Some would say that this is landscaping and that would absolutely be true. Of course, it's important to note some of the limitations of any investigation of this kind. Generally speaking, patent applications are not publicly seen or the content of the data completed at this stage, in that application stage, of course. The process of an application can take up to 18 months on average to then get the final granted patent. What that means is that you may have gaps in data from the last two years performing a search of this nature. When it comes to tracking patent applications, you are, to an extent, always playing a little catch-up. This is another reason why we were able to view larger-scale progressions, so it's really valuable. It allows you to make really knowledgeable inferences and extrapolate those into the future. Wow, this is so fascinating. So now that we have a grasp of how the information was collected, let's discuss how you analysed it. Philip, how is examining patent activity in these sectors approached and why are patents important in this context and not, say, products on the market? Well, Ruth, <laughs> to answer your second question first, patents play a crucial role in protecting the research and development that goes into creating novel technical solutions. And so they're extremely valuable to innovators. What's more, not only are patents inherently traceable and registered intellectual property rights, but they're also unique by design. The number of products on the market is not a reliable indicator of technological process simply because a single invention can lie at the heart of multiple goods or services. 
deliverables are always downstream of research and development. So it's much more useful and accurate to observe the innovation cycle at the moment it is officialized. Turning over to your methodology, we focused on applications rather than grants to indicate larger time scales. These unobserved factors can influence the examination and granting process. To put it bluntly, litigation, financial pressures and takeovers can all inhibit an application maturing into a grant. Only when looking at the most active businesses and research institutions did we decide to sort by patent grants. However, we did not examine the top 10 for each year from 2000 to 2020, for example. Frankly, this would have been too much of an overload of data and would have obscured the longer term changes. As such, we looked at figures from 2017 to 222 to identify individual patent players. This kept our analysis directed at trends most likely impacting our eight sectors today and the foreseeable future. It sounds like something we would all like to know. So I would like to get the ball rolling and learn some of these key insights. Kim, could you start by discussing automotive and energy industries? Absolutely. And as Michigan's right next to Illinois, it's a very interesting industry for me. In the automotive industry, we observe significant and steady growth in patents related to electrical vehicles. We all see them on the streets today. This indicates a shift toward cleaner, more efficient vehicles. So it's not so surprising to see these familiar car manufacturers such as Ford, Toyota, and Hyundai. What was less expected, though, was the weaker presence of European companies. However, Remember that we narrowed the time frame from 2017 to 2022. We really expect that this landscape will dramatically change in the next five years for the European car manufacturers. So meanwhile, research into intelligent transportation systems was dominated by, surprise, Google <laughs> and, other, and other tech companies from the United States and China. Finally, renewable energy technologies such as solar, wind, and hydrogen have been persistently robust in recent years, about 80,000 applications per year worldwide, with companies from Europe, Asia, and North America all strongly represented. Actually, the week of July 28th, the United Nations reported that July was the hottest month in human record, with ocean recording the hottest temperatures. That's a definite wake-up call. Temperatures in Italy topped 116 degrees or 36 Celsius. It's clear that innovation is urgently needed, as most technology advancement happens when this adversity starts. Gosh, that is so hot, honestly. I can't imagine (laughs) being in those kinds of temperatures all the time, you know, and actually sitting, looking outside the window, and it's raining. So, (laughs) so, yes, that's global warming. So, it's very clear that these industries are welcoming transformation. So, the next few years will be very exciting to watch. Over to you now, Philip. What did patenting activity reveal about the biotechnology and pharmaceutical sectors? Well, it's it's really interesting. In these extremely complex fields, we found remarkable advancement in precision or what we call personalized medicine and biosimilars. There has been a huge acceleration in the development of precision medicines. These are medicines whose effects, dosages and delivery are specifically tailored to the patient for the maximum efficiency with the minimum of side effects. 
Another encouraging sign is the healthy level of patenting in the field of platform technologies for diagnostics, consistently above 2,500 per year for several years. But returning to the biosimilars, I have to say that they've been one of the strongest trends in biotechnology over the last 20 years. But I should probably explain what they are first. These are specific class of biological medicines, drugs like insulin that derive the active ingredients from biological sources. As the name suggests, biosimilars are very close to the biomedicines and become available for other companies to manufacture once the drug's market protections have expired. The fact that there's a boom in the numbers reflects that some foundation biomedicines have recently come off patent. Ultimately, biosimilars increase treatment options and availability while lowering end-user cost and fueling competition. Our report proved that there's an increasing convergence of the medical and electronic sectors. This proves that crossover is a key element in development cutting-edge treatments. And as you said, encouraging is just the word. Given all that patenting, there must be some big results from the world of medical devices too. Tell us, Kim, Did you find this to be the case? And could you please shed some light on what has been happening in the IT, communication and space exploration sectors? Ruth, you're just giving me a lot to unpack here. I like doing that. You know know me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in terms of medical devices, there's a really broad, broad range of equipment. But that's when we decided to point the lens where consumer products meets healthcare. These are those wearable medical devices and home monitors. Encompassing everything from a simple blood pressure and heart rate to tracking methods of testing your blood sugars, these technologies are just really beginning to revolutionize the way that we access and maintain our well-being. With the kind of overlap Philip mentioned, we were curious to see whether it would be healthcare or electronic companies that led the way, or maybe even a mix. In the end, electronics and data companies were far and away most active. Notably, Apple, Samsung, and surprise, Google. (laughs) Although this is really compelling, a lot of work still needs to be done to ensure the security of the personal information. Service providers will have to comply with the strictest data protections for this sector to achieve its potential. So now shifting to IT and communication technology, 5G and 6G are all the rage, with the rate of the progression growing at over 70,000 patents from 2000 in recent years. So finally, or should I say on the final frontier, patents related to satellites have dipped slightly after a period of sustained growth. Meanwhile, the rocket business has shot up in stages. No doubt the promise of space tourism and the insatiable appetite for telecommunications are helping fuel this commercial space race. I can believe that, yeah. So the extent of innovation going on across these sectors is truly breathtaking. If we could finish up with the entertainment industry and you, Philip, what do patents have to say? (laughs) You're welcome. What do patents have to say about the way we enjoy ourselves? Well, I'm glad you've asked that because there have been some curious results. We've all been hearing a lot about non-fungible tokens, referred to as NFTs, and the trademarks for virtual goods. However, patents have been trading off for these technologies of late. Does this mean NFTs have seen their peak? Perhaps. As for the metaverse, will it live up to its expectations? 
It's still too early to say, but given Meta's huge investment into developing peripherals, such as the inputs and displays and the screens that everybody's using, the culmination of these diverse technologies may still be on the horizon. On that note, virtual and augmented reality devices plummeted during the years of 2010 and 2011, but have rebounded so strongly soon afterward. Today, some of the biggest players, as Kim was saying, in the line of research are Apple, Samsung, Qualcomm, Google, and Microsoft. And it comes as no surprise that the entertainment titans, Meta and Sony, are the most interested in the metaverse and the NFTs. It seems like every industry has many stories to tell, so it's fantastic to have it all in an easy, digestible format. And thank you both for sharing some of the highlights. But before we leave this gripping subject for now, I'd love to hear about some of the overarching trends identified in the report. Kim, what stood out most to you? Yeah, I think first and foremost, identifying an increased focus on sustainability and clean technologies across all these sectors. Another trend I think that we need to be on the lookout for is the integration of AI and data analytics into these various industries. Through the Internet of Things, a lot has not emerged as assertively as some originally thought. It's certainly on the up and up, though. Lastly, I was impressed by the convergence of different sectors, specifically healthcare, data, and electronics. Surely this will foster exciting and rapidly evolving possibilities. I'm certainly looking forward to what future reports will have to say. Speaking of which, Philip, what is your forecast for innovation and patenting activity across industries? Good question. Well, looking ahead, I'm confident we'll see an acceleration of innovation across all sectors, clearly driven by a clear emphasis on solving global challenges. Patents will continue to play a vital role in protecting intellectual property and fostering collaboration among industry players. This quickening rate of invention will create new opportunities for growth and development across business sectors, and we can expect disruptive technologies to emerge more frequently than ever. And that's the importance of patenting will be at an all-time high. Kim, Philip, thank you so much for your insights. But before we wrap up, I have a light-hearted question for both of you. If you could patent any fictional invention from a movie, TV, series or book, what would it be and why? Ah, time travel, of course. It has to be time travel. I'm going to make my own DeLorean. Okay, can I, can I just go do, 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 do? You know, it's, for me, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's always going to be Doctor Who. I'm sorry. I'm a TARDIS girl here. So, but the DeLorean's cool as well. But uh, no, time travel, that'd be nice. So, thank you very much for joining. Time is up already. It's time flies when you're having fun or if you don't have a time machine because it maybe would then fly differently (laughs) again thank you for joining i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did really lovely talking to you kim great have a lovely rest of the day both of you thank you ruth see you later kim bye-bye now just before we go i need to remind our listeners that they can access the full industry report on our website at denamaya.com Thank you once again to Kim and Phil for taking the time to join us today and sharing their knowledge. And as always, we appreciate our listeners for tuning in. Head on over to go.denamaya.com slash key to IP to check out previous podcasts. We'll be back soon with more stirring episodes exploring the forefront of intellectual property. 
This has been Key2IP, Industry Trends, Patenting Activity in the 21st Century. Until we meet again, stay curious and keep innovating.